0: Money FM 89.3 Good morning It's The Breakfast Huddle With Elliot Danker And Ryan Huang Time to take a look At uh, what investors Will be paying attention to This
1: week But first
0: We're reunited Ryan <laughs> At last
1: Glad to be back And Indeed. of course uh, If you have not been following uh, I was uh, recovering from COVID That's why I've been out of action So finally I'm Back in the pink of health And now you're certified Fit for travel Ah uh, yes That is coming up In the next few months So I am looking forward To that again oh, To be missing in action
0: <laughs> No no I'm very- (laughs) Excited for you I mean It's good Well-deserved break And
1: you feel a lot more at ease You know we are vaccinated Okay You've got your natural antibodies as well Yeah So it's going to be a family trip That we've been looking forward to For a long time And I think it's the first time in nearly three years years, we can travel, for at least for for, for my family. So, something we are making plans to really enjoy. All right. We'll definitely
0: follow you on Instagram to see all the details. But first, there are a few things that we are tracking. a, A bit of a U.S., China-centric type of breakfast Mm. brief. Let's talk about China first, right? Because over the weekend, we saw an increase in mass testing. It looks like there's an increase in cases where I think Shanghai and Beijing are concerned. So naturally, you have investors worried about China's short-term approach to COVID, which is zero COVID.
1: Yeah, we... May have been, no, just cheering a bit too prematurely when we saw those headlines out of Shanghai that they are easing up. Maybe it might not last too long because cases are now back up again. Hmm. And mass testing has resumed in Shanghai and also potentially we could see the same in Beijing. So what's happened so far is the mass testing is underway and you have authorities also delaying the reopening for most schools in Beijing, which was supposed to happen today. And in Shanghai, they have suspended dine-in services at restaurants. So if you look at the news, Instagram feeds of those in Shanghai, they are just bracing for round two. And in some cases, they have been trying to get out of Shanghai.
0: Mm, Yeah, so let's see how this plays out and we saw what happened the last time around, mm. especially with supply chain
1: uh, And that's cuts. seen a lot of economists and banks cutting their growth outlooks for the world, for China. Yeah, so if yeah. things take a turn for the worse, we might be in for a another round of that happening.
0: Although I did speak to an analyst last week on The Bigger picture, just to wrap this particular part up. And one of the things worth considering is how do you see past the short-term policy where COVID is concerned and keep focus on China's long-term mm. policy? You know, because it can be considered white noise in that sense. But if it keeps coming
1: up, it is a problem. Mm. Of course, uh, if you look at the horizon, people are worried about what's going to be happening for the economy and whether those rising prices that we are seeing in the US could... Just throw a spanner in the works. And that saw the Friday session on Wall Street being weighed down by the hotter than expected U.S. inflation data. You're talking about data that's 40 years high, hotter
0: than expected. I have two questions. One, we're paying attention to this week where we are set to get an interest rate decision. We know we're going to get the interest rate hike. What's the language that's going to be behind this? How aggressive are they going to go? And we're still trying to answer that question, right? Has inflation peaked? Has, you know, could we get a recession? Janet Yellen
1: admitted she was wrong last week. It's getting to be a tougher and tougher question to answer, right? So, so far, we have been seeing the communication from the Fed that we will get 50 basis points yes. in the next couple of meetings. So yeah. pretty much for June, this week's meeting and next month's meeting, we should be getting 50 basis points. And the big thing to look out for is what will be the communication or at least the hints for the coming meetings past September into next year? Will we get a more aggressive policy mm. setting and expectations? So if you look at the data out on Friday, 8.6%, that was above the 8.3% consensus forecast. Yeah. Yeah. That will really raise the level of. Bets that we could see an even more aggressive Fed down the road to just address the inflationary pressures. Now, of course, if you raise rates too fast by right, too much, that then brings up a separate question. Will that put a brakes on the rebound in the economy, which could lead to a hard landing or a recession? So you've got to do a bit of a balancing act here. How much do you raise and by how fast?
0: So chances of a 75 basis point hike... Would you say it's low at the moment
1: or that's really what's in question right now? Yeah, we are seeing those chances ticking up as we see inflation data ticking up higher in the past few in weeks. Sure, so sure. if we continue to get that trend just playing out, we can't rule it out. Yeah, alright. Bank of England
0: also said to release their interest rate decision this Thursday, I believe.
1: Yeah, so that's going to be a busy week for central bank watchers. So that's going to be happening on Thursday and they are expected to deliver a fifth straight hike. And this is all around the rising cost of living. In fact, it has been worrying the UK so much, they have ordered the competition authority, the competition watchdog, to review the retail fuel market to see why prices are not coming down in line with sometimes the prices of oil. So... It has been fast to go up, but not fast to come down. So that's been a big question mark for them right now.
0: Yeah, cost of living in England really calls for concern. So much so that last week, union groups announced that there will be a train strike, I believe, due to happen next week. Although there might have been discussions and developments, I don't have the most updated information, but they are upset with the cost of living. I am curious though, Ryan, about Japan because... They are set to release an interest rate decision. I believe this is due out on Friday. And it's just begun
1: reopening A Sentiment there should be quite interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough balancing act yeah, for again E B O J. So they are also seeing inflation. But the thing here is um they are on a different policy setting right now. Okay. Um so we've been seeing the Japanese yen weakening to its lowest levels in more than twenty years. Mm. Right now it is versus the US dollar at one hundred and thirty four point six. So four The month is down more than 4%. For the year, down nearly 22%. So that's how much is weakened. And the thing is, people are asking, how weak will the BOJ allow the yen to weaken? So you have the inflationary pressures playing out, but not as strong as what the Bank of Japan governors wanted to be yet. So they are still diverging when it comes to what central bank policy settings um, are in place. So they are still letting the yen weaken. So something to look out for, In terms of next year's projections on how much they might turn the settings around and how fast they might turn it around. Mm.
0: A lot of data to watch out for this week. Tomorrow already, we're getting US producer price index for the month of
1: May. Yeah, that will be something that will feed into the Thursday FOMC rate decision. So of course, if prices continue to trend higher, that could mean the Fed we'll need to do more.
0: Mm. Uh, China also in focus on Wednesday. Quite a bit of economic data coming out from them. And this with the rear view mirror of
1: how potentially the crackdown on the tech sector Mm. could be over yeah this is a very important rear view mirror so we are getting data from the past so it's a bit bit of a data dump we are getting fixed asset investment industrial production retail sales out on wednesday by and large we are expecting them to improve slightly from april's reading because we did see the easing of some restrictions but then again we could be back to yeah tightening measures yeah, again. So yeah. you have to you know, take it with a pinch of salt on how to read into these data points. And then the following day on Thursday, we will get the Home Price Index for China. And this is worth watching because China recently lowered its mortgage interest rate. So we'll see how much that has done to help prop up the property market. And finally, a known X numbers from Singapore out on the 17th. That's going to be on Friday. So we are looking out for another month of expansion and that'll make it 17 straight months. Of course, we could be in for some moderation in growth with what's been happening with supply chains the china story which has been slowing down to some extent and that's going to be one to watch to give an indication of what tough growth picture we could be seeing come to end of the year what tough trajectory you are seeing
0: yeah all right thanks a lot Ryan Ryan returns at 7:35 for the finance update to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app that's awedio available on google play or the app store